Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. A lot of shots out, you know, in the paint. They all felt good, but they were short. So I was, you know, might have been too excited for the first game or something. But um, if I'm a betting man, I, I probably won't do that again. So. Well, here's our chance, PK, to figure out if Mike Conley is right. Game number two. And then game number three and game number four and so forth and so on. We did this at the start of the college football season. The team wins. Is it because they're that bad or because the other team is that good? We've now seen the Clippers beat the Lakers pretty handily and beat the Warriors pretty handily. So how good are the Lakers? Who cares? How good are the Jazz, man? Jazz go 2-0. I don't care what the Lakers do. Bogdanovich questionable for this one after spraining his ankle. Been told Kyle Kuzma is out for this one for the Lakers. Game tips off at 8.30 tonight. It's on ESPN. Pre-game show starts at 7.30 here on The Zone. Hashtag NBA. Pascal gets it in for Bowman, and that'll do it. In game number one of the Chase Center, the Clippers come and spoil the party for Golden State. 141-122. L.A. puts on an offensive exhibition and is 2-0 to start the year. Clippers dominating the Warriors. That one, they opened up a good lead pretty early there, PK. Not a lot of drama in that one. Should we be putting the Clippers as part of a tier with five or six teams there at the top of the West? Or are they half a notch or a full notch in front of everybody else? There very well could be that half or full notch. Yeah, it remains to be seen. You know, obviously Paul George not playing. And you look at the box score, and nobody really had a big game. It's not like somebody went off for 35. There's a bunch of uh, two or three 20s, and they had... uh, was it Harrell and Lou Williams off the bench with like 18 and 22, something in that, in that range? So it was a, a second game in a row that is a bunch of guys. And obviously Kawhi Leonard's a superstar, but it's not like he went crazy. So it was a very... Um, a well-rounded uh, performance. Efficient game, I yeah. guess, from a lot of them. That Zubak dude, you know, he played 18 minutes. We had 16 and 10, something like that. And so they were getting contributions from just about everybody. Patrick Beverly... He scored five points, but he only took four shots, I think it was. And, you know, he's in the league because of his defense and his toughness. He's been known for that for a few years now. So my point is they have a lot of different components that so far, very early, obviously, but they fit together nicely. So, yeah, they're, they're certainly going to be a team to watch, and they literally could be the team to watch. Steph Curry, 2 of 11 from beyond the three-point line. That was a problem for the Warriors. But the bigger problem for the Warriors is they gave up 141 points and when you do that, you're, you're probably getting beat pretty soundly, and they did. Clippers were lighting it up from three, 56% there. It was a light night, national TV, but there was another intriguing game, the Houston Rockets and the Milwaukee Bucks, and Antetokounmpo fouls out, and the Bucks played very well after he went to the bench when he was done, and they hold off the Rockets and win the game 117-111. Bucks, Sixers, and everybody else in the East, and I don't see any reason to change my thinking there. A very impressive win. Just on the road, right? Yep. It was in Houston. Yep. Houston with the big uh, acquisition. And so they pulled away. He's a great player. You could argue he's the best player in the league right now. And be on solid ground if you want to go that way. 
but a nice win. Jazz are a game up on the Rockets. We've got to start watching the standings. <laughs> or not. Those things matter. They all matter. They all do, man. They the games in matter. October count just as much in the standings anyway. They may have more implications later on, but standings-wise, they certainly count the same. DeAndre Ayton's been suspended for 25 games for violating the league's anti-drug policy, testing positive for a diuretic. Players Association plans to file arbitration papers and have the suspension reduced or rescinded. Well, good for them. He ingested something accidentally. You don't know? Well, well, that, well that's their claim. That's what they're going to file in the arbitration papers. I mean, that's a masking thing. I don't know much about that stuff. I'm not involved in that. You don't really see NBA players getting suspended like that. And 25 games for a team that hopes to make substantial improvement. And it had a nice victory. And with Monty Williams, it seems like now they've got a credible coach, you know. They hired a bunch of first-year guys. And here, Monty Williams had been had, had coaching experience at the head coaching level, obviously, before. And he comes in. He's one of the classier individuals you're going to find. And just screams of stability. So they were hoping for big things. But... You know, he's their center, Aiton, and now he's gone. They did pick up Baines in the offseason, the Australian dude. But, you know, he's more of a tough guy rather than a skilled guy. So it's a major blow. Interesting to see what happens there. If they, I, I, it's, It would be shocking to me if they rescinded it. But, but they might pare it down from yeah. 25 to 15 or 20 or something. Yeah, well, obviously we'll find out in the coming days and weeks if, if, that, if that's the case. But when you're just looking at the Phoenix folks... Uh, in the media yesterday, it was a major, major downer. And the uh, Jazz will be seeing the Suns here shortly, as you have pointed Monday. out. That's game number four for the Jazz on Monday night. Right, and I would seriously doubt that he would be reinstated by then. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hashtag Utah. Well, everything affects both sides of the ball, and we, and we talk about that. We have a game management meeting every Friday and, and talk about uh, the exact, you know, preliminary one on Sundays and then a final one on Saturday, on Friday. And and uh, it does play into it, you know, because, you know, play Washington State, for example, you know you have to score points most most times you play them. I mean, last game was an anomaly, but, uh, you know, you run, you run the offense maybe a little more wide open some weeks because of what you have to do and take a few more risks. Or if you if you think that, that maybe uh, it's going to be a little, little bit of, of a more low-scoring game, and that'll affect you as well. So, yeah, it does have an impact. There's Kyle Whittingham looking ahead to Utah and Cal. Cal's defense has been great. You know, we've seen games at times where it's gotten away from what we thought was a pretty good defense, but they know they're not going to win and they get beaten down. They know their offense can't score. That doesn't happen to Cal yet this year. Their defense has played great, even though there have been games they weren't going to win. They haven't given up more than 24 points to anybody in that. When you look around college football, that's a really good number to be seven games deep in the station a season and never have given up more than 24 points. I actually think that it inspires their defense even more because they know the only chance for them to win is to go low scoring. So it doesn't go, let's throw in the towel. Not yet. Maybe once they or if they become mathematically eliminated from bowl contention. But as far as that goes for now, they're still in that very much so. Four and three. And yep. So I think that it inspires them. I think the Utes could pretty much just run it up the middle, though, the entire game and win this game. I just And now it's looking like Cal's going to start a first-year freshman at quarterback. I don't see any way possible. If I were to rank the games the most likely to win the rest of the way, I think I might like this one number one. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because at the start of the year, I would have ranked this 
probably four or five, fourth or fifth toughest game on the schedule. But you're right. With all the injuries to the O-line, with the quarterback going down, now with the second-string quarterback going down, even UCLA and Arizona have had moments. But Cal right. hasn't had a moment and had a game since the injuries started piling up. They've lost three in a row. Correct. Now, that could change in the coming weeks when we get to there. But as of today, I think this is the one that the Utes win most likely the rest who's, of the way. Who's the next easiest? Well, right now, I'd probably go Colorado. Yeah. Um, that's subject to change, obviously. Right. Colorado they had, they had plays SC nice tonight. They had a nice little start, but they've been slumping, and they've been taking mm-hmm. some, some beatings, getting yeah. blown out. Right. Shows how things changed because there was a time where we would have said Arizona and then there was a time we would have said UCLA. That's why I don't make predictions at the beginning of the season saying they're going to win this game, this game, this game. I look at their team. If I'm looking at, say, for instance, Utah, I don't try to pick games because I think that's a waste of time until you get to that week. What I try to do is figure out how many wins is this team capable of getting no matter the opponent because you don't know. We've seen it a million times over. When we get there, things have changed dramatically, and this is a classic example. Uh, Three weeks ago, we would have picked it maybe the second toughest game on their schedule, certainly their home schedule. And now yeah. it looks like it's going to be the easiest. Right. And, you know, and the funny thing is, if you look at BYU's schedule, a lot of people thought, well, they're going to be around 500, then they're three and four, but you could have picked five games wrong. Right. That's and why I don't still do been that. right about the big picture. But week mm-hmm. to week, you could have been wrong five times. Yeah, easily. exactly. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah State. All right, the Aggies, 3-0 in the Mountain West. 4-2 on the year, but the losses at Wake Forest and LSU. They are 3-0 in the Mountain West, but they figure to get tested. Colorado Springs Air Force is off to a 5-2 start this year. Saturday night, it's on ESPN2, 8-15. This is a a good test, not the biggest one, because Boise State's looming out there. Boise State's been a big dog, but, man, Air Force, it looks like they got it this year, PK. Yeah, I think the Aggies have some tests coming up, you know, with Wyoming also. And uh, these guys here over there at the academy, absolutely, it's going to be a test. And you got to make sure you do what you do and don't let those guys go on those time-consuming, eat-up-the-clock, just wear-you-down drives that they're known for. It's an important game, and and the offense has been sporadic. You can say what you want about Jordan Love, but he has not been as effective as we thought he would be. Just look at the touchdown-interception ratio, and it just jumps right out at you. As long as that's hovering around one-to-one, it's not who we thought he was going to be. So, can he have a big game tonight? It doesn't really matter what's happened tomorrow. in the past. Or, excuse me, tomorrow, yes. It doesn't matter what's happened in the past. They're 3-0 and in conference. If they get this, they're halfway there. It's an eight-game schedule in the Mountain West, and they're trying to get to 4-0. and And, of course, you can listen to Scotty G on the call on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. That game will be on 1280 The Zone Saturday night because the Jazz will be playing the Kings, and David Locke will have the call on 97.5. Hashtag college football. Handoff left, Xavier Jones stops, heads back right, shakes a tackle, he's at the 40, he's to the 50, running through defenders to the 40, cuts back left to the 30, here goes Xavier to the 20, he picks up a block at the 10, touchdown SMU! SMU undefeated PK, they win again. It's been a long time since they took the death penalty, they've struggled through coaches, mediocre seasons, bad seasons, now finally, it looks like they're rolling out a great season. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I watched a little bit of that end of that game, and they got to stop there at the end and turn back the Cougars. And so, 
They're in what is recognized as the best non-Power 5 conference to right now, as of right now, anyway. SMU ranks 16th in the country. They beat Houston 34-31. They are 8-0 overall and 4-0 in the Americans. So put them in the discussion for a New Year's Six Bowl as we get ready to uh, go down the street. I, I get to follow SMU. I have a friend whose son goes there. Oh, really? Yes. Isn't it weird how you get the smallest link and it helps you lock on? He lives in California and his name is Wayne. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> happy for Wayne's kid. Yes. <laughs> All right, some big games this week. It looked like Wisconsin-Ohio State was going to be titanic. But after Illinois beat Wisconsin, aren't we assuming that 7-0 Ohio State, ranked third, is going to smoke 13th-ranked Wisconsin? Well, I don't know about smoke, but I was assuming all along that the Buckeyes were going to win. And to piggyback off your point... Yes. It did take the steam out of the matchup. Right, because it was looking like, you know, you look at their schedule, and the Pac-12 takes a lot of heat for supposedly not being good enough, but you look at some of these other conferences, and they really, these teams only have one or two big games themselves. And so, you know, I'd look to see, and Wisconsin, a few weeks back, was looking like it was going to be a showdown after they drilled Michigan State. I thought, okay, man, they got something. Now, obviously, this Taylor kid has been a great running back since he's been a freshman. And so maybe they got uh, something a little bit better than they had last year because they've had a time or two where they've been pretty good. But I watched a good portion of that Illinois game, and that was a shocker, man. Yeah. You just don't see 30-point favorites Bruce. win. Or lose. Or lose like that, yeah. 30-point dogs, I mean. And uh, they did. So, yes, I think that that certainly takes the, a lot of the steam out of it. But, hey, maybe they can rally and and give the Buckeyes a game. Buckeyes are 14.5-point favorites. Second-ranked LSU, ninth-ranked Auburn. That's a top-10 battle. LSU's undefeated. Auburn has a loss. LSU's favored by 10.5. And And assuming LSU wins, if you're a Ute fan, hoping the Utes climb in the polls and when the college football playoff committee gets going, if they look at the Utes favorably, uh, second loss for Auburn wouldn't be a terrible thing. I don't think the Utes have a chance in that regard, though. No chance. To get in? They'll run the table and end up five or six, no matter how good it looks. And for me, I would rather be in the Rose Bowl anyway. That's some concocted party that people have to invite you to. Here, the Rose Bowl, nobody invites you. You freaking earn it out on the field. Unless they were going to win it all. If they had a legitimate shot to win it all, but I I I don't see that, and I don't see them getting in. In the first place. So for me, I would rather go to the Rose Bowl and then have the Big 12, or excuse me, the Big 10 get a team in the playoffs. So I'm getting at best the second best Big 10. So instead of seeing Ohio State, you're seeing Penn State, Minnesota, Wisconsin. And then I go drill them on a beautiful, glorious New Year's Day afternoon. What could be better than that? Are you kidding me? Eighth-ranked Notre Dame is actually a one-point underdog at 19th-ranked Michigan. Notre Dame's got one loss. Michigan's got two. Do you care, or is it too late in the year now? In September, that's always a big game, but now there's a lot of big oh, games. Oh, I care. I mean, I've got Notre Dame blood in me that goes way back. There it is. So, yeah, I care. Your 24th-ranked Devils are at UCLA. Are they going to be okay? I don't even know if they're going to play the game, man. A bunch of high school stuff has been canceled with these fires over there. Postponed until next week. So, we'll have to see about that. But with the Sun Devils, you get what you get. You're going to get a close game. It doesn't matter who the opponent is. Right? Can they keep it close? And then win at the end. Or maybe win a little comfortably if they're a little bit better. That was a a real outlier with the Utes last week. And even at that, it was uh, they had the potential to be a one-score game going in the fourth quarter. 
It wasn't, obviously, but it's not like the the margin got way out of control. The late touchdown, I think, inflated it a little bit, uh, you know, late in the midway through the fourth quarter, but they're going to have to find a way to make a few plays. Oregon's a 14-point favorite over Washington State. You know, Mike Leach isn't having the big season he wanted or expected, but can he pull off the shocker? On the road, two-touchdown underdog going into Otson. I wouldn't think so. I, mean, it, I think this this Duck team is pretty legitimate now. There's been enough body of evidence to show, at least at the Pac-12 level. Arizona's at uh, Stanford. USC is Go at Cardinal. Col- USC's at Colorado tonight. Yeah, tonight USC's a 12-point favorite with Colorado having lost three in a row. So, And the Ute line, which was 19. Remember we were talking about that earlier in the week? It's 21 now. So they moved the line because everybody's betting on the youth. So 19 points was not enticing people. I just don't see any way they lose this game. I mean, even if the worst would happen with an injury to Huntley, I don't see them losing this game. I could say, well, what about a bunch of turnovers? And then you'd they say, well, them. they had a bunch of turnovers <laughs> against Arizona State, and that didn't sink them. Yeah, and that was an unusual for them. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK, there's some college football for you. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NFL. The handoff goes to Dalvin, walks up to the five, to the three, to the two, to the end zone. Yes! Dalvin got in, touchdown! The ninth rushing touchdown this year by Dalvin Cook. On second down in Vikings territory, the rookie throws it over the middle. Intercepted by Anthony Harris at the 19-yard line. It went through the hands of McLaurin, and Harris secures. Make that third interception of the season. It was a bit of a snoozer, PK. I tried to watch it a couple times, and it was just difficult to pay attention. Minnesota was in control. They beat Washington 19-9. Washington drops to 1-7. Minnesota improves to 6-2. It's the Kirk Cousins Bowl. You gave up on it twice? I did. Cousins was effective. They just had to keep kicking field goals in the red zone. He was 23 of 26 for 285 yards. I don't feel a need to break this down just because it was on Thursday. Want to break down any of this weekend's games? The Niners try to stay undefeated against the Panthers. That's a decent game. Yep. That'll be the Fox 13 game in the afternoon. Good. So you can see that one. Yeah. The Patriots will try to stay undefeated against the Browns also in the afternoon. That's the afternoon game on CBS. Sure. That's a decent game. two undefeated there. The Sunday night matchup, Packers and Chiefs. That's a great game. You can listen to the game here on The Zone, and uh, hopefully Mahomes can go and he's healthy and all that. But it sounds like either he won't go or he'll be going at 65% or something. Matt Morris, is that the backup? I believe you're right. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. There cannot be a disconnect between there and there. There's no disconnect. It's one and the same. When you find or feel a disconnect, you ain't going anywhere, brother. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. You need to establish a way, an angel's way of teaching things and doing things, and that's how you become great. That's Joe Madden. That's his plan. He's the Angels manager. Are you ready to see them uh, get back in the mix? Because it's been a while. I would like to see them, yeah, obviously for Trout's sake and then the AAA affiliation that we have because then they'd most likely have some guys going through that you can follow a little bit more. And they haven't been good. They're a Southern California team. I live down there, all that stuff. 
So, yeah, I don't know that you can talk your way into getting better. I think you have to play your way and get better players. I mean, it's obvious how to, how to do it. Doing it is the hard part, but it's obvious how to get it done. Get better pitching, <laughs> so forth and so on, right? Well, that's what we're seeing in the World Series now. We got Game 3 with the Astros and the Nationals tonight on, uh, on Fox at 6 o'clock. Hard to believe the Astros are getting off the deck at this point. Yeah, but all you got to do is get one. Get this one. one. Change not, the moment. Not just get, get one, one, but get this one. Even though it's not all on the line tonight, it feels like it's all on the line tonight. For the one ball club, certainly, yes. But if they get this one, then they can play that mind game. Yeah, we themselves. get one more. We're even. Yeah, and, you know, yada, yada. So this one, this is essentially a do or die without literally being at that level. All right, we got off-the-field news all over Major League Baseball. The Astros fired the assistant general manager who made inappropriate comments about the acquisition of their closer to female reporters. I, I did not understand that story at all. Why did he go off like that in the <laughs> locker room? What set that off? Why was he mad at those particular reporters? Why challenge them like that? Well, then and why are you pumped? All right, and then why are you pumped about Asuna, the guy had just blown a save? He wasn't the uh, reason he won. Yeah, but, I mean, he had the domestic abuse and all that stuff, and I don't know what he was thinking. I can't put myself in that. Uh, we got an umpire apologizing for tweets. Uh, yeah, if he wants to be a Trump supporter, I think he has that right. But something about, I'm going to go get my gun then. And, and we're on the verge yeah, of civil yeah, war. I mean, he took it a little bit too far. It's, it, Twitter, and this is two days in a row. This was actually a couple days back. But then the, the Ute fan getting involved. I understand that that guy may have gotten fired because somebody tweeted at me that it was my fault. I'm... It's your fault. Yeah, I'm the one who made Mark Harlan put out the statement. Without me, that would have never (laughs) have happened. You wonder why I stay off of Twitter. Well, uh, (laughs) we see people going on Twitter. Not only did this umpire, you know, get himself in hot water, but he misspelled civil in Civil War, which doesn't sound like a tough one. But Rob Drake is the umpire, and he spelled it C-I-V-A-L. So he's got uh, he's having to apologize on his job. He's got people making fun of him because he can't spell. And just get the calls right and keep your mouth shut. That might be a way to go. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone. That is a look ahead to a big weekend of sports right there. What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. Shamrock Plumbing, 801-295-1690. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up. It's the red and the blue. It's a Friday. Kyle Gunther, the former Ute, will be here at 8. Brian Keel will be here at 9. David Locke in between them at 8.30. Jazz Radio Voice joins us every Friday during the NBA season. And the Utah Jazz have got a back-to-back here with the Lakers and the Kings. At the Lakers tonight, home against the Kings tomorrow. We'll talk to David Locke about those games coming up at 8.30. We're broadcasting live from Murdoch Chevrolet. If you want some jazz gear, we got a lot of T-shirts here. we got a lot of uh, we got beanies. we got caps. You can come in and rip the hat, or in this case, the beanie, off of PK's head and take it home with you. We're at Murdoch Chevrolet, 2375 South, 625 West in Woods Cross. You can also shop online anytime at MurdochChevy.com. MurdochChev.com. Find them online. Murdoch Chevrolet, where customers truly are the heart of our business. And uh, it's right off the, it's basically the frontage road to the freeway here. We are just barely off the freeway. So you can get off the freeway, hop in, grab your jazz gear, get right back on the road and head into work. 
They got 20% off MSRP on a new Chevrolet 2019 Cruze, up to $13,000 off a new 2019 Chevy Silverado. Murdoch Chevrolet in every driveway sales event, 2375 South, 625 West. In Woods Cross, come by and say hello to us right off I-15 in Woods Cross. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Clippers crush the Warriors. They get the win 141-122, improved to 2-0 on the year. The Bucks going to beat the Rockets in Houston after Kempo fouls out with a triple-double. The Bucks play well without him and seal the deal 117-111. Jazz are in L.A. to play the Lakers tonight. Game tips off at 8.30 on ESPN. You can listen to the game. Pre-game show starts at 7.30 here on the Zone Sports Network. The Utes play Saturday night, 8 o'clock, FS1 at home against Cal. Game kicks off at 8 o'clock. The pregame show starts at 5 on the zone. Utah State's in Colorado Springs. Game kicks off at 8.15 on ESPN2. Coverage begins at 7 o'clock on 1280 The Zone. Top of the Wires brought to you by Restore Hyper Wellness. Someone just gutted PK. If you want better health and to feel better, check out Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy and ask about the Zone listener specials on cryotherapy, IV drips, hyperbaric oxygen treatment, and more. Visit Restore.com for more details. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. The day and moment of reckoning is nigh. The lies can no longer be told. The truth shall be known and reported. Tony Parks, how tall are you not? Eric Walden and Andy Larson, uh, they are not letting me leave this room right now until this is uh, handled. Okay, yeah, it is It is time. I am ready uh, to be measured. I am standing with my back up against the wall. This extreme measuring tape uh, that they have out there, it is super professional. My official height, 5'7". And five sixteenths. Five seven and five sixteenths. You know what that's not? Five one or five two. So there you go. All the jokes? Yeah, put them aside. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 975-1280 the zone in the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone, reminding you to join Scotty and Hands Monday from noon to 3 at My Hearing Center in Sandy, 8941 South, 700 East, Suite 204. All right, we got a full weekend of sports right in front of us, PK. It's all there. It's all lining up. What is going to happen? We're all sports fans. You like to say everyone thinks they're funny. And everyone thinks they know sports. So if you really know sports, what's going to happen? I don't know. Oh, okay. We'll sit here quietly now uh, until uh, 8 o'clock. Okay. First jazz fan of the morning stopped by. We're broadcasting live this morning. Murdoch Chevrolet stopped by and say hi. We're in Woods Cross. 2375 South, 625 West. There's also a Cougar fan. It was a couple, and the guy was wearing the uh, Cougar beanie. And lady came in, and she picked up a beanie, but then she, he, was, he encouraged her to rip the one off your head, so she took the purple beanie and gave you the blue one to put on. Yeah. She took some follicles with her, too, man. Really? That hurt. Pretty rough. Yeah, powerful little grip on that. Yeah, there it is. Small little lady. All right, well, we got more beanies. We got more hats. We got more T-shirts. Stop by. You can get your jazz gear this morning. We're here at Murdoch Chevrolet 
in Woods Cross, right off of I-15. Also, too, if you're a Ute fan, we have these VIP free admission to the tailgate. Now, the zone puts on a big tailgate, and we think it's a their food? wild wings there. Yeah, I've been there plenty nice. of times. Yeah, and it's a, tate on, uh, a tent on Guardsman's Way, just south of where the indoor practice facility is. So, you know, you can park and walk over there and obviously walk to the stadium. Not that far. And I've got probably, I don't know, 15, 20 in my hand right now. And this will get you free admission. It's a pretty good deal. You know, and then there's uh, food and beverage inside there. And I think the guys do the pregame stuff from there. So uh, so there's a show going on. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And it's uh, if, if it's like it always is, it's covered. Although tomorrow's, uh, tomorrow's supposed to be a gorgeous day, actually. So it's not like it had been uh, Last Washington week. State uh, and uh, with Ka- uh, ASU. No, tomorrow's supposed to be beautiful. Might be the... This might be the last one you're saying. This is Best it. weather day of the calendar year it's going all, forward. all downhill from here. Yeah, it very well could be. It's fall. There's leaves dropping and swirling all over I the mean, place. I mean, I ain't no sterling, so I don't know for sure. But uh, tomorrow we know is supposed to be an outstanding day, and it's going to be a nighttime game. So get over there as the uh, sun's getting ready to set down and – you can have an opportunity to get some free stuff, and that'd be pretty good. And as I say, we got a bunch of them, so please, Murdoch Chevrolet right here in Woods Cross, right off the freeway, very easy to get to. And you can, if you're a Ute fan, or even if you're not, you can uh, get some stuff. So you had some people showing up already early. It's only 7.30, and over your right, you got people looking at you, admiring my good man. David James, as he's pointing him down. Yep. Got jazz fans now ready. Got a young jazz fan here ready to uh, grab a little loot, some swag. Yeah, yeah. There it is. It's a great time to be oh, a jazz fan. Oh, it's his birthday fan. coming up. It's his birthday today. 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 How old are you? How old are you today? 12. 12. Wow. Happy 12th birthday. Yeah. Got a jazz T-shirt. He's ready to go. <laughs> All right. Thanks for keeping us employed. <laughs> You're 12. You could keep uh, us employed for a while. Yeah. That's our demo. Yeah. There it is. Uh, we'll be doing the show with your firstborn. 2375 South, 625 West, in Woods Cross, Murdoch Chevrolet. And thankfully, Yach, there was no gender confusion there. There was no that gender confusion. That is positive. I actually, seriously, that went straight to the frontal lobe right there. You know what? I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but I'm not even going to try. Hey, you, know. you don't really sound like a Debbie. Well, I've been That's, one for a long time. That's not, that's not the did one you, I was thinking of, Doc. Did you save the other one? Yeah, I'll find out. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, but the reaction's <laughs> off, so it doesn't. It's not the same. It's painful as that one. Uh, the, the Debbie one there. you rolled with. This one you got irritated. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like they were trying to trick me. Which made it even funnier. With the hair piled up on top, that wasn't fair. You told me your wife had the same thing happen, even after she said it's a trend, actually. That that's a I style don't think it happened that. to her. She just told me that that is more of a style thing because she's with the youth of America. and so Teaching in the classroom. Yeah, yeah so she sees all the things that she are going on. She sees the latest on. styles, the right. cutting edges of So work. she had told me about that, and then sure enough, oh, I, it came I to pass with you. I thought it happened in a theater or something you told me about. I don't remember oh, Okay. No, no. All right, well, we got a few minutes left in this segment. We've almost messed away the whole thing here. So uh, how about this? What? Predictions for this weekend, 
everything won't go as planned. There will be an upset right now. But right now, it looks like chalk. It all looks logical. It doesn't look like there's a toss-up out there. Air Force oh, is a three-and-a-half. That's a, a Air Force is a three-and-a-half point favorite at home, which I know you get three points for being at home. But they are so, playing at home. Oh, so? So you got Air Force at home against the Aggies. You got the Utes, three touchdown, 21-point favorites over Cal. The line keeps growing. The Jazz are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at L.A. I assume they'll be favored over the Kings Saturday night. Both teams are going back-to-back. The Kings Marvin are- Bagley out. That came out uh, yesterday, yesterday afternoon, 4-6. to six. The Kings are at home against Portland tonight. So, so both teams out. are going back-to-back. That's a wash. They're both flying in from And it's California. early in the season. Right. So. So that shouldn't matter as much. I assume most Although things. Although Bogdanovich w- probably wouldn't play. Yeah. Both games. I was a little surprised when I saw him listed as questionable. I expected to see him as out. I've always heard the theory that the, like you sprain an ankle can swell up on a flight and all that. And like, don't play him against the Lakers. Keep him off the two flights. Keep him off the back to back and see if you can get him ready to go Saturday. Not knowing how serious it is, I mean, maybe he's going to have to miss both games. He's a warrior, though, man. I know. That's why I thought Saturday could still be in play. And he wants a triple bogey. But when I saw questionable, and we can talk to David Locke about this at eight thirty, oh, I, I can't thought, wait. I thought that probably means he's with the team. Good. Anything to get him off the numbers, I'm all for. <laughs> Do some injury reports. Yeah. <laughs> Lesser of two evils. Yes. <laughs> right? right? Not that you're excited about the injury report. It's just you'd prefer that. Dante Exum. Are we going to have that again? Dante Exum, we've reevaluated in two weeks. <laughs> just perpetual. Just keep sending the keep same email. Forward, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seem like, seems like that's been the last three years. I don't mean to laugh, but they seem like they sent out the same email yep. for the that's, last three years. No, it's been working. <laughs> and it's just he'll be reevaluated at a later date. Will Moutier keep playing? I mean, he had a really good game. He will one. keep playing, yeah. Will he keep he playing will. at that level? Why not? Because if he keeps playing at that level, that'll take some of the sting out of it. Some, not all. Okay, it will. But some. Sting out of what? Dante not playing. Oh, I think it takes 100% out. Well, you always want more good players. That, but doesn't mean you're going to play them. That's true. But you can only play so many guys in a rotation. And so if Moutier continues to play, as he did, then it's about winning ball games. And so he is ahead of Exum because he can be counted on more. It's just unfortunate. And I, I think he will. He puts me in a good Moutier. I used to be in a bad Mahmoud, but now I'm in a good Moutier. People are laughing. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know. You're enabling him, just so what you know. You enable. You don't enable something yeah. that's witty. Uh, what do you mean? What, what is that? Witty. Okay, I'll give it to you. I didn't say hilarious. You're right, and that's why I started. I went low I, level. I started to complain, and I backed off, and that's the exact reason why right there. You don't put out your best stuff at 739. You're warming morning, up, right? baby. <laughs> Stick around for the 8 o'clock yeah, hour. Give him until 830, then we're going to have some high-level class stuff. <laughs> exactly. Nine, 9 o'clock's like the encore, and that's usually over the top, especially on a Soft Friday. Cell doesn't come out in their concerts and sing Tainted Love right off the bat, do they? Uh, I, I'll take your word for it. I don't know. <laughs> you got to ease your way into it. I would it. assume not, but not having seen... Soft selling concert, I wouldn't know what to yeah. tell you. You'd fan some of these tailgates? You drink beer because it's okay in the state. We've got many microbreweries here. He's quoting the mayor now. <laughs> Quote it. Yeah, you got that, didn't you? You knew. You're like, okay, that was awkward. <laughs> Why was that awkward? Because I'm when, just repeating when she, what our elected oh, leader said. I'm saying when she said it. 
That's not the kind of thing you usually hear at a press conference. Well, if you're trying to make a political statement, yeah. it is. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I've been to a lot of press conferences. In my We're time. really First cool, time too. I've heard I, know, I know, but when you have to say I'm really cool, you're usually not. I would have preferred her to get up there and just speak about the divide between the Mormons and the non-Mormons. Let's have some truth. <laughs> now, when you come here, you may not notice right away, but if you get more than, like, three blocks away from the convention center, that's when you really start to notice. Hey, we proudly have never elected a Mormon mayor in how many years and i understand we've got one going now but i saw the watchdog had the non up by She's 14 points yeah 14 yeah, that's what i thought i saw oh i didn't know it was that big a spread yeah for some reason i thought it was like five but whatever yeah it won't matter on election day one point will do it yeah she sh- she should uh just denounce it for a couple of days and then go back <laughs> pk if you want to win, that's what you got to do. Am I not right? If, I, if, I, if I'm not speaking truth, bear a little false witness against yourself. <laughs> and now I'm going to lie about me. Look at what happened to that guy, Pete. <laughs> See, then Peter, he denied him. Oh, oh okay, okay. Through. You're going to. I was saying current events. I didn't know to go back 2,000 years. I got it. All right. You're too fast for me, PK. I can't keep up. <laughs> His friends called him Pete. I mean, seriously, he was like, known as Peter. Politicians, Pete, Pete Wilson. He was governor of California when I lived there like thirty years ago. Who Pete, 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 Pete? Mm, ah, can't come more than anybody. Wasn't there a, a, a Peter right. who was the yeah. the uh, governor of California? Was he? What was his name? Pete Wilson. No, no, no. It was another guy. It's like a vitch something. <laughs> I have to look it up. Maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) All right. Well, we're looking for your upsets this weekend. We know the chalk. We know what the favorites are going to do. Okay. This Mormon lady is going to upset the who she running against. It's like Bronco's cousin, right? Mendenhall. Aaron Mendenhall. uh, Okay. And what's the Mormon lady's name? Aluz Escamilla. Wow. That's a cool name. That's like Francisco. <laughs> All right, it's going to be random association with PK all when's morning. Buckle when's up. the election? Is it next week or the week after? Is it? Yeah, when's when's election day? Uh, isn't it like the first Wednesday in November? So what? It's are always two Tuesdays, weeks out? isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was the first. <laughs> Something, I don't know. Wednesday Thanksgiving. Gonna... It's the third Saturday of the month. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. It's probably a Tuesday. <laughs> You guys don't have enough to track. I'm not tracking election day. When's Memorial Day? I think it's the second Thursday of June. <laughs> When's the 4th of July? Well. The 4th of July always falls on a Saturday. Now, you talk about all sorts of uproar. I first moved here, and the 4th of July felt on a sun, fell on a Sunday. Oh, my gosh. That was just total chaos. <laughs> what to do? <laughs> I didn't know what was going on there. That was my introduction to Utah. But, man, we got some serious issues here. That and snag. Handy neighbors against gangs. I think the mayor should have, she should have just unloaded everything right there. Just put it all out on the table. And another thing. (laughs) While I have my global audience. (laughs) That would have been awesome. That would, have, that would have been sweet, huh? Then the governor comes running up. Well, I got a couple more things to say. Yeah. Have an open mic. <laughs> Anybody in the crowd? People slide off camera waving to Thurl. Get up there, Thurl. Well, Thurl could just have gone up there and stood in front of him and nobody could see them. Yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> he's way tall. 
All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Looking for some predictions here. Upsets for this weekend. What is going to happen out of the norm? Unexpected. We'll get to that coming up. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and the Zone Sports Network. Join the big show today from 3 to 6. They're at the grand opening of Robin Sports at 110 West Center Street in Bountiful. DJ and PK, we're broadcasting live. Murdoch Chevrolet, 2375 South, 625 West. We are in Woods Cross. You can shop online anytime at MurdochChev.com. Murdoch, C-H-E-V.com. They got their every driveway sales event underway, 20% off MSRP on a new Chevrolet 2019 Cruze, up to 13000 off a new 2019 Chevy Silverado. And a conventional oil change is now only $19.99. Offers good until the end of our broadcast. So if you want to get an oil change this morning, get a deal, $19.99. Murdoch Chevrolet in Woods Cross. Murdoch Chevrolet, where customers truly are the heart of our business. And we've got lots of jazz, so stop by and say hi. T-shirts, caps, one beanie left, and we also got VIP passes to the tailgate party on Guardsman's Way. If you're going up to the Ute game tomorrow, you want to hang out, listen to the pregame show. It starts at 5 o'clock. Grab something to eat, hang out with some other fans. We got the, uh, we got free passes, so stop by and ask for those. 2375 South, 625 West in Woods Cross. So, PK. Yes. You got to be careful what you put out there on social media. You're responsible for what you say out into the universe. Direct messages, tweets, Facebook posts, what you yell from the front row at games. You know the phrase, anything goes? Yeah. Well, actually, it doesn't. That's just your birthday parties. Hey, oh. <laughs> Lampshade. Believe me. Oh, man. Some stuff I don't even remember. I don't even want to think about. When you turned 60, that was something. That was. It was a long time ago, though. I barely remember it myself. It's like 25 years ago. 20 years ago today, Payne Stewart had that plane crash. Saw that on Twitter. That's uplifting. Happy Friday. Oh, I guess you're right. I forgot. I can't. Exactly. Can't speak truth. We've got to have the image at all times. Thank you. Anything to make a buck. <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> Believe me, a million times over. <laughs> Keep fooling them. Real life stuff doesn't happen in TV world. <laughs> Not if we can help it. And if we do, we put on a real stern looking face when we say police stay. Watch the brow. <laughs> I came upstairs last night, breaking news, and I said to my wife, what did the police do now? She said, oh, this is stabbing in West Valley. There it is. <laughs> West Valley stabbing update. Oh, my gosh. Clearing the emails. <laughs> TV. Uh, Payne Stewart was a, who knows what could have happened, but his children have a nice little tribute to him. I saw it on PGA Tour.com is how I get my Twitter information that way. But, yeah, you're speaking of the fan who went after the Sun Devil player. I, I got some blowback on that. Which, Why? 
Why? Because why not, right? Yeah. Well, one guy, one person said, uh, you look dumb as an ASU fan to point this out. Grow up. And then I, I think the guy get fired from some job. I don't know this. I mean, I'm just seeing the guy put another guy put at me that it was my I was responsible for it. I should be proud of that. And you know, yeah. the one who sent it to the player. <laughs> but I actually think good can come from it. And we I was doing the show with Jake Scott yesterday. Gordon was sick, and there was an apology out there. I, I take the guy at his word. He apologized. I'm I'm quick to forgive because I need for, for forgiveness, but I think that you know you can have good stuff can come from that, and it can raise awareness, and then it causes at least for me anyway, and I think probably for a lot of people when you see something like that, you think, gosh, man, that's over the top. Well, you know, you weren't emotional in the moment, and this this man was obviously. In the next day, I think he they said they sent it around two o'clock on Sunday, but I think that that can cause all of us to step back and say, well, what am I doing to make sure my behavior is appropriate? So I think good from, can come from bad stuff. You know, obviously it was an inappropriate tweet. You, it's, it's, a, it's a college football game, and I don't think anybody over 30 should really be into football that much. I think you should take it for what it is. It's a good time. It's a fun. It's like going to the movies. It's entertainment. Some movies are better than others, and you like some, and you feel better when you come out as seeing a good, uplifting movie. And if a movie stinks, you know, you feel like, oh, gosh, that was a waste of time and money. And so, yeah, that's okay. But then, you know, about an hour later, you moved on, right? You would hope. <laughs> when it comes to a movie. That's the way I view sports. To me, it's entertainment. And you're, you know, you enjoy it in the moment, and if your team wins, great. If it's not, disappointment. But, you know, a little while later... You pretty much move on, I would think. That's that's the way I approach it. Maybe I'm weird in that way. But so this guy gets caught up and, and does what he does 12 hours later, whatever it was. But now, upon reflection, all of us can reflect and see oh, that that's over the top. I need to put this in perspective. doesn't mean you don't have fun with it. You don't root for your team and enjoy when they win and feel good. And if it's a day game, if you get lucky, go out to you like next Saturday is a day game. Uh, against uh, the Huskies in Seattle, I'll be at that game. And so if you go to the game and your team wins, you go with your group that you go out with and go to the game and you go to maybe get something to eat. And if you do it here, you feel good about it. I'm all for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. But then you don't take it too far if uh, the team loses. You don't chuck stuff at referees, which we've seen down in Provo. And those types of things. You don't do that type of stuff. So I actually think, like the, like the Westbrook thing last year, I think good can come out of it because it causes all of us to reevaluate what is my behavior? How can I improve? So you can have a lot of good coming from this stuff. And no one was harmed in this. So it's not like it's the ultimate tragedy. It's certainly not good, right? We all understand no, that. But no one was physically injured. Right. And then, so it sends a message, and it's not particular, or it's not, it's not unique or exclusive to you fans by any stretch. This stuff's going on on social media all over the place. Yeah, and so we and, can all well, learn from and, it. And to go back to when it happened in the Jazz game, I remember seeing Raja Bell saying, you can literally hear this in every arena, and the players are tired of it. And they, they should hear, be. Yeah, they just hear it. It's just, you run out onto a court in any arena, and there's somebody like that. And there shouldn't be, because yeah. it's entertainment. And so we It'd be interesting to talk to a player, you know, midway through this year and ask him if it's changed in arenas around the league. If that many people have reevaluated and people are like, I don't want to lose my tickets. Well, it should, at least in our arena. Right. 
And you have the owner making the speech that she made and telling basically knock it off. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone. Coming up, Kyle Gunther. It's a red and blue Friday. Brian Keel, the Cougar, will be here at 9. Kyle Gunther, the Ute, joins us next. It's 97.5 at 12.80, The Zone.